Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Conscious Reconstruction. I am the host with the most, a.k.a. Tony Melbourne, and I did not do the intro last episode. We just started right out the gate. But today, I am here with Ash and Trina. Hey. No Charles, because he is uh, enjoying libations by a beach somewhere with his toes out. Remember, <laughs> 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 G Academics had his toes out, and this nigga was like, "Why are your toes out?" He spent a solid ten minutes upset at this grown ass man standing <laughs> his toes out in the pool, splashing his feet. <laughs> he was also splashing his feet while another man was caressing his leg. No, remember Kakashi was swimming, uh-huh. and. He doesn't doesn't really know how to swim, so he had a little life jacket. So he was like floating and going next <laughs> to his leg to grab one for security. Yeah, <laughs> Lord Jesus, he was so perturbed. Yeah, why, why are your toes, why are your toes out? Are you splashing? What, what are you doing? Yeah, why are your toes? I think we named that episode. Why are your toes out that day? I feel like it's a good, oh my gosh, very fitting. Why are your toes out? He had questions. I didn't have any answers, but I thought that shit was. What if he just said, "Man, because I like his touch." Okay, but <laughs> you know, you know, the problem. I just, I just don't want to know your toes are out. Are your toes out? <laughs> why? Because my toes won't be. <laughs> I, I would have been. I would. I would spent ten minutes too. I would have been upset too for ten minutes. <laughs> Explain it to me. What's going on? Why are your toes out? Your toes out. What are you doing? Because like we spent the nice ten minutes on it. Because I just don't understand. Why do you want your toes out? Don't ask me to your toes out. It's like not like you even swimming. You got shorts and a shirt on, and you got your toes in the water. Yeah, and he just got his toes in the water splashing. What are you doing? Why are your toes out? Why? Why did you decide this? We did. This is his pool, man, well, y'all. What size presses did you have that led you here? Taking my socks off. I want to get my feet wet. That's what he right. said. Yeah, oh. that was fucking hilarious. Put your shoes back on. I've done that before. Just put my to dip my feet in. Yeah, but he, you, he would excuse you because you a lady. Kick. He not giving that shit to crawl. Ladies do. <laughs> ladies just always want to put their feet in water for some reason. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Y'all see some water? <laughs> He'd be like, like, kicked off. I'm going to just put my feet in there. I'm going to just put my feet in the water. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to just get my feet wet. All right. Cool. Get your feet wet. Sure. I don't know why. But Roll up my little pants. Yeah. 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 I understand what it is about water that's magical to y'all, but y'all need to be in it when it's a little pond. But yes. do your thing. I feel like y'all should do what y'all want to do. Y'all are adults. And but why? <laughs> he just wanted that, to know why. Yeah, I generally want to know well, why are you doing this? That's fair. But we're going to talk about uh, the wonderful, what is this wonderful lady's name? Sakari. Sakari Richardson. Sakari. Is it? Um, Shikari Richardson will miss the 100 meter dash in Tokyo and the um, reasoning behind it. So she tested positive for marijuana um, and was banned from, has to face a 30-day suspension, which puts her right in time to miss the 100-meter. Um, no, she'll be able to compete in other events, mm-hmm. just not the 100-meter, which is the event that she is the fastest <coughs> in the world in. Yeah, so the main thing, her main thing is the thing they took from her. She gave it away. Well, what she said is that she knew the risk, mm-hmm. but the reason that she smoked is like two days, three days before that 
her mother passed away suddenly mm-hmm. and she learned that from a reporter mm-hmm. and she said she just didn't have really good coping mechanisms and that's what she went to mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what that means <laughs> that, was a, that was a long noise Ash. what because does that mean <laughs> so sad when it just be stupid shit like weed that gets you fucked up like how would you feel like damn you didn't miss a not a big hunk of your career but you didn't get chastised for it and then now like everybody keeps talking about black excellence and then we do stupid shit like this I mean like I said I understand her coping wasn't well enough and I'm pretty sure she's not really old enough to really develop those at that point but also it's like we almost had it so fortunate <laughs> so fortunate yeah, it's super unfortunate. It, it's, you know, I get it. I get it. I've lost a parent, you know, but at the same time, this is Olympics. They don't They don't care if you lost your damn son, daughter. They don't care. Well, if you, she didn't say that as an excuse. She said, I knew the risk. Right. And I'm not talking about her. She took full responsibility. Right. But she did, and I said, how a daughter for what? I I let it go, but it's black people online that think the world is supposed to, to, oh, sorry, to excuse her because she took marijuana is no big deal. I'm like, well, this is what she signed up for. These were the rules. These were the rules when she signed that piece of paper. It stated no drugs. And that's for every athlete across the board. She's not the first, and she won't be the last. You know, everybody brings up Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps got like six months. People forget that. Michael Phelps lost his sponsorship. She did not. She only got a month. The only thing she is is suspended. Well, my issue isn't really about her suspension. It's more about um, players' mental health. Hmm. Like, she clearly had some not very good ways to deal with like a mental issue or a trauma then you have um i want to believe the girl's name is naomi osaka who's just dropped out of two uh Mm -hmm. competitions back to back stating um mental health reasons then you had paul george last year inside of the um nba playoffs in the bubble talking about um, him having a real hard mental time and things and since he's a guy a lot of people just kind of glossed over it but yeah just a lot of athletes in the last four or five years have been talking about like them going through mental issues and mental struggles and things like that so I was just wondering do you think that there's something that is leading more athletes to deal, either face mental struggles or do you think it's just becoming more acceptable for athletes to um, speak on their mental struggles I think it's going to be more acceptable because it's everybody kind of doing it. Now it's like, a, I hate to say it, but it is kind of like a trend. And I'm glad the athletes are doing it because I don't think nobody really understands the work that they got to put in to become these athletes. So I do encourage them to speak up on <clears throat> what they need to address and, you know, how fair is it for us to expect them to win all the time but then only neglect the other half. And that's when you get things like, well, I'm smoking weed behind doors, you know, or I'm doing cocaine or I'm doing whatever the fuck else makes me feel better and not really getting to the core issue. You know, but I don't know if anybody asking if she okay, rather than just pushing her out to go win more competitions and do more interviews or whatever. 
Yeah, because she has all these obligations and things like that. Like, yeah, I'm sure she got sponsorships. And then on top of that, like, now you got to carry, like, black people's expectations on you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now yeah. you have to carry that thing as well. Yeah. So I encourage people to talk about it. Even if, like I said, I feel like it's a little bit more trendy sometimes. But also the other half of it is it's like, well, we hadn't really talked about it before. So unfortunately, it's just going to have to be a little trendy for a bit. If that's what it takes. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm like, regular people who work around the clock can't, can't, don't have the luxury of talking about their mental health. You know, that's, that's, that's where true. that comes in. Yeah. For me, it's like, I've worked three jobs before. And do you think I got to talk about my mental health? And like, I've, I've, struggled with it but you know y'all don't give a damn yeah no like oh yeah yo. that's wild so your numbers are down and mm. uh i'm gonna give you this good write-up <laughs> if your numbers don't Improve. Maybe I didn't pep your mental health step up. So I need a, a mental health day. You need a mental health day. If you're not feeling right good, I'm going to need you to work faster. <laughs> that fucking right up will make your fucking mental health issues go way in the back burner. If you burning. can't work faster, I got to write you up. I don't want to write you up. Yeah. But yeah. I'm going to have to if you don't work faster. Yeah, and you working for less. Mm-hmm. Oh. Less. So. This nigga had to be on the other side of that shit, didn't you? Right. <laughs> so, Katrina. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's place. what's yeah. wrong? Why why your numbers down? No, that's the speaker. My nigga. Um what's going on? Oh, this is going on. Alright. Um <laughs> you just see this. Yeah, that look just now she's like, man, that's such, <laughs> but uh I'm about to I'm about to roast I'm about to roast you and I'm about to lift you a little bit, but come on. <laughs> Telling me is real, real sad, but also I got nothing to do with what I need to do. <laughs> so, so oh my God. put his hand on his shoulder. He like, put his head down. Like, right, though. I really wish you wouldn't give me a sob story. You making this more complicated than me. Like, <laughs> you have to feel a way about doing this. Like, it's gonna have to get done regardless. So just keep your story to yourself. Uh, <laughs> you selfish, actually. You selfish and self-centered. See? Giving oh me God. this sob story. See, look. Knowing that you needed to be doing this work. You came mm-hmm. into work. If you was too sad to, to work, then you should stay home. <laughs> you should stay home. <laughs> you don't have sick time. Too sad ass. Oh. See, look. <laughs> well, if you're here, I need you to um, be working. You can't like. Yeah be taking a break all the time like I need you to be productive yeah so <laughs> can we uh <laughs> go back to our station <laughs> <laughs> thank it's you your sad ass walk them depressed ass feet back over here UBI <laughs> 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 right, walk it off Hey, okay. this will work on Just so y'all know, the listeners, I hate that was a soul killing job and Tony had to leave so he quit. Yeah. But also, that That's is what real. I would do. <laughs> yeah. This is where I decided to be, so I'm going to play my role. Like, <laughs> yep. why are you making me have this conversation? I would love not to have to talk to you about this. <laughs> really and truly. But someone's going to speak to me because I literally would have a meeting in the morning, mm-hmm. in the middle of the day to go over how the first part of the day went and all your numbers 
and then what you plan to do to improve the lowest performing people on your team every day and then you have a meeting mm-hmm. at the end of the day to talk about how you did every single day every fucking day every day Ugh. every day but I mean like once a week like no, is no. enough no no, yeah, no. Like, 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 some days once, maybe twice a week some day I don't be maybe shit maybe twice a week yeah I was supposed to improve this shit 24 hours ago I was supposed to improve it uh, from four hours ago. Jesus Christ. Y'all, y'all about to go on break. I'm about to go to this, this meeting. Is... I'm going to talk to them. Yeah. My assistant's going to run the floor. We're going to talk about numbers, what we accomplish, who is the fastest floor, who are our lowest people, how we plan to go and coach them and talk to them and help them improve and get faster throughout the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're feeling a little down. So your job is to try and make them a... Hurry up. <laughs> Don't forget who he worked for. Shoot. Yeah. You ain't got time for that. No, you got really. packages Every to deliver. Every single day. <laughs> Every single day. Yes, yeah, so how are we going to these niggas? The same shit I said yesterday. That you were writing up the bottom 5 percentile of your um, team. Really? Yeah. If you're in the bottom 5%, you're getting written up. I remember and when. We're performancing you out. We're writing you up so we can fire you. I remember mm-hmm. when they first um, opened up at um, 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 Toledo, um, Twinsburg. That's the one I worked in. If you like, if you, they didn't, they weren't doing that because I was part time. Like when they first opened, they weren't doing that. Like they would warn you, like, hey, you need to hurry up. But nobody was getting like fired. Because y'all are flex. So y'all would be able to pick up and like, I had to kind of clock it through a different system. Well, this was a couple years ago. Well, it's probably way, changed a little bit. The way bit. we have to handle flex is completely different than the way that we have to. Okay. So we can't, like, I couldn't outright fire them. Right. Well, we, I, I was I have to, like, go through, like, flex? HR and talk to them mm-hmm. and, like, okay. figure out. But also, when they first opened, they were a lot more just yeah, relaxed they, on things so they could get people in. Right, because the stories I hear are a little different. I'm like, well, when I was there, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, you had to keep your numbers up, but if I kept my numbers up, then I was the first one in line to leave if I wanted to. But it wasn't, it wasn't well, that's terrible. Also, you worked in Twinsburg, which was an XL center back then. So okay. I had all the bigger stuff. Yeah, I used to get hit with pa- So once y'all were done and there's no more stuff, y'all can just leave and they're saving money that way. In mm. the other w- buildings, no, no, no. There's no done. <laughs> You here until that that your hours is up. Ain't no leave early. Are yeah. you serious? Ain't no we done with work. What are you talking about? Oh shit! It didn't change. God you damn! Your, you gonna work your twelve hour, your ten hour shift? What are you talking about? Oh wow! I'm good. Wow! Oh, I'm so glad my homie made it out. None of that stuff sounds. Yeah, sure. right, it's gotten worse Mm-mm. than that. Sounds like slavery. Because when they first <laughs> opened up, it was. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't. You know, it wasn't horrible to the fact that I had to just, oh my God, I can't, this is the worst job ever. No. No, it's terrible. Wow. Like, I was like, oh, this is like mindless work. You really just got to stand here and let your mind just shut off and. Yeah, stack packages and on then you And then you can go fast. Once you like turn your mind off and don't think about anything else, mm-hmm. but this robotic shit, then you'll be, you'll be hitting your numbers, but it's like. Oh, and don't let Who them. Who wants to go in there? And I knew I couldn't do it because I was like, they make us like practice it mm-hmm. for the first like week just to see what they do. 
I was stopping to read books and <laughs> like, titles and shit. I was like, oh, this is like an interesting book. Let me see what's up with this. I was doing the, I was like, hmm, this has been 30 seconds. I can't stop reading, but I want to know what's up with this. This is, Like, I found a book on divorce that somebody was getting. I was like, all right, well, let me see what's up with you. So, no, I did a lot of just, like, looking at stuff. And I was like, this is probably not what you're supposed to be doing. It's supposed to be scared and throw and move. But I'm doing it. But Don't let somebody stack the shit wrong. And you got to start all over. But y'all depressing me. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> anyway, back to coping mechanisms. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I was talking to someone earlier today that y'all depressing us. Let me write y'all up. Y'all <laughs> step. This is a podcast write-up. I'm fucking... <laughs> anyway, I was talking to someone about coping mechanisms. And he was telling me about his friend. About how at work he looked a little uptight and like stressed and... He was like, oh, do you watch porn? And the guy said he didn't watch porn. He was like, see, that's your problem. You need some pussy. I'm like, well, why would you tell him that? <laughs> I just feel like that was so fucked up. Like, can you tell him a different coping mechanism? <laughs> right. A, a woman? Yeah. Do you want to hurt somebody? God damn. Like, because you a woman. I'm like, no, really. it's not. <laughs> girls girls tell, cope with dick all the time. I don't never tell no bitch like, yeah, you need to go get some dick. That's your fucking problem. <laughs> I wish niggas would stop doing that. <laughs> well, you're a girl. It's different. No, really not. <laughs> I wanted to tell him that, but I'm like, well, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he knows something that I don't know because I don't have a penis. Oh, I will. I Say think it again. Guys. He told this man that looked a little stressed and uptight, a little rigid and unhappy, that he should just go have sex. Like, that would help out his... That, <laughs> that would help out his problem. I'm like, why you tell him that? It's true. Yeah? Yeah. Um, it's very much a nice physical release. Mm-hmm. It's like if ideally, if I could have sex at like one thirty to or to between one thirty p.m. and three p.m., mm. that'd be the best time because that's when I'm my most like stressed and like tense and like. Just like uh, they're trying to schedule in pussy. It's the greatest thing I've ever not, heard. I don't want to schedule it. <laughs> like, bitch, come downstairs. If I could just have, this nigga want to work 80 hours a week and then schedule in the time that he's supposed to spend with this bitch. I, don't, no, no, no. I just want to know what no, no, no. reality is. I don't want to schedule the time I'm supposed <laughs> yes, to spend. my lord. Uh, I want to spend all the time that she wants. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say I'm going to be working all the time. Like, no, we can spend the evening together and hang out and obviously do normal shit. Uh-huh. But what I'm saying is it would be nice if I could get that stress release because it yeah. just clears my head and then I can get back to what I'm doing. I just feel... <clears throat> my, all my energy just feels pent up at that mo- moment. And it, but why gotta be another bitch pussy? Why can't it be you meditate? I can masturbate. write that shit out. Even masturbating. Why do it gotta be like a sex thing with niggas? Like, why don't y'all... Do y'all know... Do y'all know you energy exchange when you have everywhere. sex? Why <laughs> can't it be the woman that he likes or he's dating with? Right now, that it he's going outside. Anything? Why do a like, bitch pussy she, no, gotta be? No, because she said, you know, you're exchanging energy. But sure, if you're exchanging energy, but then you drain me. Yeah, like they just dump. Y'all don't understand. And then they go work forty fucking hours we a day. We are inner. Like y'all don't understand. I do. Yeah. You're gonna receive all of this. See, I look at. 
So you give it to me? Right. Look, that is habit to me before. I'm like, so you're in a depressing mood. You have sex with me. Get your ass over here. I'm not depressed. Wondering why the fuck I'm depressed. I'm not depressed. No, no, no. Stress. Like, oh, she crazy. I don't know why she. Oh, no. Because you keep using me to get rid of all your bullshit. Why don't y'all think about these things? Why do another bitch vagina gotta be how y'all let everything go? Y'all don't never tell no nigga to meditate, write a book, be a therapist. Maybe you got some shitty copingisms, mechanisms as well. I do recommend all of those things. No, the fuck you don't. (laughs) You didn't ask me, did I think that this was the best thing mm-hmm. you asked me if I agreed or I understood yeah I do understand it <laughs> why well, bitch pussy would be your first <laughs> I just you need to get some pussy that's the nigga's first answer that's the first thing that's 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 that. pussy. Yeah, but my mom died <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch how the fuck is that gonna cure no, anything not that. I wouldn't say it for that yeah. oh okay yeah no that's not what you need no I get that I don't think you would say that but, <laughs> but also like, if you're just having like a frustrating day yeah Sex might help. I get it. Okay. Like, day's been frustrating. It's just been a particularly hard day. You're tense. You're frustrated. Sex will probably allow you to shift your mood into a much more happy and energetic place. Mm-hmm. And you I'm can sorry. stay energetic and happy the entire time. Like, I don't know why the end of the energy receiving has to be negative. If he starts off where he's a little tense, but into you mm-hmm. he's still coming with a little bit of positivity which is going to turn fully positive during the situation so this energy exchange has been a, also a transformation of we've turned that negative energy into something positive for both of us oh this is a good segue Ash Ooh. this is a good segue <laughs> this is a good segue wait, for your wait, topic no it's a good way to say for his damn sex and Bill Cosby <laughs> oh shit I didn't yeah, even think yeah. about that one yeah okay so but also P- Bill Cosby stop it I'll get him. We're being attacked by a fly right now. Yeah, it's terrible. I'm gonna kill him. But anyway, he's got ADD. So we don't want to talk about male. Um, what? What was it? Male. Um, no, uh, insecu- Cosby, yeah. Security. Yep, insecurity. Right. Oh, no. Bill Cosby. Okay, fuck it. Yours goes better. Yours goes better. Segways. No. Yes, it does. <laughs> I male. I don't want to. Male. Wait a minute. She wanted to that talk about is. insecurities of males or something. It was that. Black man in confidence. Co- black man in confidence. Oh, this is a big topic. Yes, yeah, he segues perfectly from us not having good coping mechanisms. And you want us to go to Bill Cosby from that? You said, you, said, you said, fuck the show. I did my feelings. That's crazy. COVID mechanism. Speaking of, speaking of Bill Cosby. Yeah, wait, excuse me? Yeah. I'm going to start talking about pills. Pills and potions. No, let's talk about black males and confidence and how some of them need to be overly masculine. Yes. Go ahead. Yes. You think black men yes. got confidence? Who think you got more confidence? White guys or black guys? Since I've been involved with both, mm-hmm. um, in Real certain part. areas, I would say who are who's more open is white guys because yeah. they have the room to be more open, especially with their sexuality and what they desire and just and it's not all. I'm gonna need y'all to stop recording at this point. Okay, confidence, yeah. Okay. Black man and white man. 
So I think the difference is is that black men, yes, they they have confidence in certain areas, mm-hmm. like um, whether it's dancing, talking to a girl, whatever. It in different arenas. I but I think white men have the space to be who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not this, and I'm not saying for all white men or all black men, but from my experience, white men just they're more open. They are um, about their feelings, about their you know what they desire. Like a white man could come out as bisexual and he'll probably get shit, but he's like, I don't give a shit. You know, I'll just be who I am. Whereas where black men, they have to exude this super masculinity, and it goes back to slavery. You know, this all goes back to the past. But um. You know, just being exploited, just being, you know, their manhood really literally being taken away from them. You know, that that goes back. And I'm not ignorant to that. But um, that's just my take on it. What about you? What was your take? I would say that I slightly disagree. I don't think it's that black men lack confidence in those areas i think black men don't look at those areas as areas to be confident in there's a black persona Hmm. okay and so black men are very confident in that black persona being able to talk to and get women sexual prowess um acumen when it comes to getting money um street credibility like Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say like book smarts, but like knowing how to make money is like something that men, black men are usually pretty confident in. But so are white men. I didn't say that they weren't. I'm I'm just just. Well, I'm not saying that they're uh, that these aren't for aren't characteristics. I just think that those are the things that is the black male like motif okay anything that doesn't fit in there don't matter Mm. or you're not really taught about so you don't really know how to feel pride in all right i am bisexual or i identify as a homosexual that's not really championed being a hyper male and being able to get a lot of women is so how do i feel pride in something that's not championed but that's don't you think that is a lack of confidence though why is it, why does it matter if something's championed or not? You know, confidence is not giving a darn about what's champion or what's not champion. You know? In uh, a what in a sense, yeah. True. I, I guess it's more you kinda get taught how to love yourself. And not saying necessarily that you get taught the right way to how to love yourself. Like mm-hmm. sometimes the lessons that your parents or the people that are in, like stewarding you give you the wrong way to love yourself and like how to treat you mm. but teach you how to love your persona not who yeah. you are and so I think that's it's not necessarily a lack of confidence you just don't know how you know how to love this persona of you but you don't know how to love the real you and so that's usually in conflict at times I don't know if you know and it ties into it a little bit that's why I said like when it comes to like sexuality and everything else the makeup artist Jeffree Star had like an interview where he said that he's had so 
he's had a lot of sex with NBA players and fucking rappers that he says I can't expose who they are because they'll kill me. It's kind of like, well, why, why the hell are you so afraid of being who? If, if I was rich, why would I give a damn about whoever thinks of whatever I do? Because I don't know how to accept this. Hmm. It's not that I'm not confident. I don't know how to accept it. If I accepted it, I'd probably be confident in it. But I don't accept this of me. It's not accepting who you are. It's You can't be confident about something that you don't accept. But it's not that they lack confidence. It's I don't accept this. This shouldn't be me. Okay. I don't want to be this. But I also am this, so I'm operating like this behind closed doors. So we're speaking the same language. In certain areas, black men are confident. In certain areas, white men are confident in a way that, yeah, you know, where society shapes. White men, I would say white people overall have a more openness about sex mm-hmm. and it's also a less of a taboo and like um what is that like heaviness put onto it like I don't really see them unless they're like the ultra Christians that are going to all the private schools right. and things like that really be like oh, you had sex and that's such a bad thing or treat it like, oh, I can't give you information or give you the correct knowledge or put you on birth control or engage with you about sex like it's something that's going to happen. We treat it like it's taboo, like you shouldn't be doing it, like we don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But, oh, when you end up pregnant, you got to keep that baby. Mm -hmm. You got to raise it, but you don't have all the skills. Mm -hmm. So they're just more open to deal with a lot of issues it's like oh you're having sex now well let's have a conversation about that mm-hmm. and if you go to your mother back in the day and say hey mom i'm having sex now it's probably not the conver- probably not time for a conversation i don't know like with like i don't i don't i'm pretty open so i don't know it's just i've discovered with black males like with some black males, not all, like it was just this cut off to where no Katrina, we can't explore this. No Katrina, we can't explore that. No, I'm like, well, goddamn, what can I do? <laughs> um, you know, it, but but I get what you're saying. You know, also a lot of that. I feel like there's a stigma placed on black men if they do explore sexually. Hmm. Okay. Like. If a black man, regardless of whether it's uh, his partner is a woman or a man, enjoys anal play, and let's say it's a woman that he likes to be pegged from, right? Um, people are gonna call him gay. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's that's not acceptable. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. No, that's not acceptable. Yeah. Okay. But no, that's the issue. That's why they yeah. aren't willing to be open and explore. Because y'all are going to emasculate them in their eyes because they did something. Generally, gen- gen- <laughs> <laughs> yes, you're right. Shit, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, y'all. Oh my god, I'm off today, man. Yeah, right on track. Oh shit. <laughs> Oh, Ashley, I hate you. <laughs> I love you. Thank you. Stop. 
What do you think, Ash? Yeah. <laughs> Ashley, what do you think? Do I think? confidence in black men? I think it's like, for real, like, it's a, it's a problem. I don't know if I agree 100% on the certain areas, but I will say the, the one thing that I have the biggest issue is that they think white people just have it so much better than them. I haven't, like, really came across somebody that really was just like, yeah, so what? Like, you see that more in, on the conservative side, but mm-hmm. <clears throat> for some reason, they just think white people are just a mortal fucking enemy. They just think they got everything so much better than them, and they just, well, I got to work twice as hard to get the fuck he has. I'm like, <sighs> what is this defeated shit? Because, like, it just sound like you a whole-ass victim, and that shit turned me off so much. Like, <laughs> they're oh. killing us in the street. Like, like dude, did that it- Look, ain't nobody worried about your ass. <laughs> you go on the Cleveland Remembrance page, all them motherfucking kills is niggas, man. Just, just niggas, like, niggas, I don't niggas. I this us thing. Who is this us shit? Because when you struggling, Who's I don't they? see this us <laughs> mentality. Right. It's always black men talking about what us and what we need to do. Mm-hmm. Nigga, what are you talking about? Because clearly don't nobody really give a fuck about you except for the people that are around you. <laughs> so that's why I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I'm so sick of hearing this like across the board like they have it so much better and they walk around looking so happy you know the fuck that's where don't. that confidence comes in they they got it so much better yes they have certain advantages but don't get don't be fooled I look around like once I started working out and I look around at them they look just as miserable I don't understand what they looking at like where did you get this from and I wish like moms and dads didn't teach them this mentality cause I'm ass confused and like I said I learned to have a little bit more sympathy for the plight because I am not I've never been held up by the cop randomly on the street so I give a little bit more empathy there but also I'm just hearing it just bothers too me now. much I'm like, no, yeah, no, no it's, ca- it's of- all of it's and and I've, I've witnessed it with the whole um Shikari situation, just black people just like, yeah, and, and, and if she were white and blah, 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 and they have, I'm just like, man, what the fuck are you talking about? I guess I don't understand how you just don't feel privileged these days to live your life exactly <laughs> how you want and go after the things exactly how you want, regardless of yeah. who got more perceived power or, because that should have just been a mega turnout. Like, I don't yeah, think I would want to deal with nobody with I, that mentality. Like, for real, for real. Like, you really. I, t- I tell black people to go hang around with white people. Go to a fucking party, right? Go to a networking event. You'll see, like, these motherfuckers just, like, just as fucked up as we are. Just, I grew up with them. I grew up with the see, drug yeah. addicted one on one side. There's a drug addicted one on the other side. Like I was just like, I really do be confused when niggas be talking. But they got it so much better. Don't matter like, if it's crack or there. cocaine. I think it's more of like a balancing act mm-hmm. um, that probably isn't done correctly. But um, I guess you said perceived power, which would say. Yeah, white boy up the street has no power over me. Mm-hmm. But overall, white people do start off at a more advantageous position. That's more aligned to effect. That don't really affect me and how I live. You got to kind of, for me, it's more about balancing. All right, these are the facts of life. Mm-hmm. That can affect how I'm going to operate, though. If I just worry and just sit here and look at the facts of life and be like, well, the facts of life are the facts of life and I'm mad about the facts of life, 
then I think that's where you get the niggas that you're talking about that are just like, hey, this is all the facts of life, and look at the facts of life. Don't y'all see the facts of life? Hey, life is like this. Yeah. Hey, be upset. Life is this way. And I'm like, uh, all right, you recognize life is that way, so what are you going to do now? Mm-hmm. And so you have to do something. You have to decide that, all right, I'm going to make my own way and get it the way that I want to, and I'm not really worried about what other perceived advantages people have over me or disadvantages people have that I don't have because there's lots of people that have fucked up parents that, hey, I don't have that situation. That's not my plight. There's lots of people that have two parents that are paying for all their college and giving them cars. Mm -hmm. That's not my situation. That's not my plight either. I'm not worried about neither one, though. I'm doing what I got to do and dealing with the things that I got and all the resources I got. I'm going to take them and make it move forward. But I think that a lot of people will get caught up with just looking at the reality of situations and being defeated on themselves. And I think that's what you find unattractive. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's okay to recognize, hey, this is reality, but that don't mean that I should just give up on life. And but what if that wasn't a reality, though? What if that was something that was just kind of fed to you? Because like I said, I don't see where you can't have the same opportunities as whatever y'all think that y'all want from them. Oh, no. Well, see, <clears throat> that's why I never said that mm-hmm. uh, opportunity was one of the things reality. Reality is that they have some a majority of them have a more advantageous starting position. That's the reality. That doesn't mean that I can't have the same opportunities. Mm-hmm. That just means that you might have started off with them right here at day one, and I might get them on day one hundred. I'm worried about my day one hundred. Yeah, but why are you still holding like grudges? Why even bring it up? You know what I'm saying? Like, why bring that up to anybody if it wasn't that big of a deal? And I guess that's what I'm wondering. Like, why are we still talking about this in 2021? Is this the old played out story that I just wonder if black men could ever really get over? Because I don't hear that too much from black women, but I hear it almost all the time. Yeah, you're hearing from black men. You're hearing it less and less I, in black female spaces. Yeah. No, you hear it from everybody? I hear it from black women a lot. And that's what oh, I was okay. going to say. I feel like y'all hear it from black men or the men because y'all deal with men in a more intimate setting on a more regular basis. Mm -hmm. Whereas I don't hear it, but I have a select group of men, male friends. And Mm -hmm. so we don't really operate in that way. So no, I'm not going to hear it. But when I deal with women, I know lots of women that are, oh, I hate white people. Oh, white people, da, 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 da. And that is their full gambit in how they operate and how their families operate and things that they view and think like that. It's always like white people doing this or uh, white people this, that, and the third. So I think it's more of a black people issue and not a black man issue. I think black people are worried about... um, I think there's a section of black people that are worried about fairness yeah you but i'm gonna say you're right because i'm changing my stance i'm gonna say that you're right because i've been attacked more by women than men if i post a picture with my boyfriend i've had that happen sorry i'm not too close i've been attacked by black women more which is surprising it's kind of like well, what the fuck? Well, white man or this white man, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, wait, wait a minute. It's not mine. You know, like, what the hell? We don't own no slaves. What the fuck? Like, it's just like, no, but Tony, you're right. You're, you are right. You are correct. It's black people in general, you know. Um, you know, and black women do it often. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because 
shit, I don't know. It's <laughs> I think that they target you just like black men go after other black men. I feel like it's them seeing themselves in you and being like, how dare you do this when yeah. we should be doing that. Yeah. Because if you go online and you put out your opinion, black men are, oh, he, why do you think like that? How could you be doing that? And are quick to be in your comments trying to correct you as another man. And it's just like, I don't really understand why this matters. But I also respect the fact that if you post something on social media, you've posted it for public consumption. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's why... I, you got to just take what comes with that because, hey, there's idiots on the internet. Yeah, that's why I just keep it to myself now. Like, I, I've disagreed with somebody on social media. It's like, oh, you're a well, white man, blah, blah, blah. And the person that they were they were um, defending was married to a white man. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get it. I'm like, Candace Owens is married to whatever farmer. He's fucking rich. <laughs> He's rich as fuck. <laughs> this nigga is an aristocrat. What the hell are you talking about? But you're defending her, but you attack me? Doesn't make any sense. Oh, you're with a white man. I'm like, the bitch that you're defending is with a white man. Mm. <laughs> uh, if y'all hear the um, pop thing going on, there's lots of fireworks. It's the 4th of July. Happy 4th. This old ambitious nigga want to work on the holiday. I was going to ask you about that. I'm like, what are we supposed to do with all them fireworks so off? We should go outside and you say, know, shut the fuck up. They might hear like the little diss and like pops, yeah. and I'm like, just in case you hear like a little crackles. This ambitious ass nigga. Yeah, I'm gonna ask Trina if you can go on the show. I wish them both like a good weekend. I'll see y'all next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna see if Trina can get on. Yeah. And I'm, Charles said you wanna pop up. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Workaholic. That's how you gotta be. Yep. <laughs> Who are you talking about, Ash? Why you don't wanna work? Because well, I got I got there's an option out here. Guess what I'm gonna take? Not working. No, I ain't got no we no, nah, it's twenty four seven, Ashley. Good for y'all. Anyway. Uh, working on credit reprieve. Men can work on their mental health. Better way. Stop trying to come in a bitch every Stop. time y'all get upset. Jesus Christ! And then you give it to us, like, <laughs> like we want to deal with the shit. Let's like, start there. Let's stop fucking jerking off and coming every time y'all feel a little <laughs> off kilter. Let's but, stop that. Let's stop doing that. <laughs> let's get that. Off. Be happy when you fuck me. Shit. Yeah. yeah y'all tell fuck. me what we can't do. Can y'all? <laughs> no, we gonna take it. <laughs> we gonna start with the so first one. Y'all gonna start there? with some, some helpful tips. Or we just yes. gonna keep telling. I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna start with some helpful tips. We don't know man. what we can do. We're gonna go back to what we're doing with the shit that you're working. Yeah. Man, goddamn, see there. some goddamn therapy. How about that? That yeah, fucking works fucking too. Meditate. Do some, do some. Do some. Do some. Do some breathing exercises and some shit. Like, I don't fucking know. In a diary. Stop. (laughs) Get your ass a diary. Talk to a fucking therapist. Stop thinking meditation is bullshit. That's the biggest pet peeve. Like, people think, like, meditation don't work. Ooh, Netflix has. Meditation is actually showing you your problem. You can't sit still. You don't want to focus. Have you. It's actually showing you what's wrong. Have you um, watched that um, meditation thing on Netflix? They have a new one where they teach you how to meditate. 
Don't I know how to meditate? I'm I, a I don't it. because my mind is everywhere, but I watch that. That's like, the point. Maybe, maybe. Get over that part. Okay. You're, when you get in meditation, you're doing it right. It's showing you exactly what's wrong. Okay. Quiet yourself. Just chill. You're going to start noticing things when they come up. That's exactly what it's there for. You're noticing that you are fucking insane. <laughs> That's the point. That's the point, y'all. Get oh. out of that mindset that you're not doing it right. You're doing exactly what meditation is for. To show I, you yeah. what's wrong <laughs> and my mind is everywhere everyone's mind is everywhere yeah it's not true big what? buddha nirvana what yeah i mean if you're the buddha oh yeah and you just yeah. in nirvana your mind not everywhere you just yeah. sit there and just oh. niggas got one track mind though yeah. yeah and when i say niggas i'm speaking white black puerto rican y'all one track like y'all focus on one thing i don't unless you have adhd or some shit but you guys are just focused. And that's another thing about meditation is that they teach y'all how to do it in a super masculine way. Like, sit down, sit down. You could actually lay down. You could walk around and do it. There is a book called Meditation for Women, and I give it for men who want to learn how to meditate more so they can relax. They don't have to follow these rule structures. They can relax. You can lay down, get on your side or whatever. I usually recommend that book for my homie Damien. Shout out to Damien. I gave him that book. Hopefully he liked it. <laughs> What's it called? Meditation for Women. I bet you don't know if he liked the book. <laughs> no, he asked me, and I was like, no, I'll get this book. Because he just wanted to learn like a different way. I'm like, this one helped me out a lot. So I didn't have to have this rigid form of what I thought meditation could be. But if you don't want to get the book, they do have something on Netflix for sleep and meditation. Yeah. I think That's the app I use, Headspace. Right? Yeah, they, they got the Buddhist monk on there telling you, you know how to meditate why to meditate and then they have yeah, to sleep you're never and... gonna stop this bullshit that's going on in your mind yeah. but you can change the narrative of what your mind is saying all right yeah i think it was david r hawkins that said your mind is actually 99 percent silent it's just we pay attention to that one percent way too fucking much think about that <laughs> <laughs> think about those things <laughs> we're gonna give them a try we're gonna try and test these theories and uh suggestions out i'm gonna report back and let you know how meditation and uh writing shit down went <laughs> he's like i need a bitch it's like what this so hard headed ass nigga we already know what you got to do anyway speaking of getting bitches <laughs> Speaking of bitches and, bitches and drugs, and bitches is out, y'all. <laughs> My nigga, Big C, Little SB. Y'all better cover y'all drinks nigga, out there, man. He out on the streets, you know. Cover yeah. your drinks, hide your pussies. Shit. Uh, what you hiding for? No, nigga. He ain't no boogeyman. Uh, yes, the fuck he is. Look at that face. Like, don't Bill Cosby look like a bo- the boogeyman? Mm. He always looked old and crusty. I don't know. Uh... He was released from um, Pennsylvania. From a technicality. Uh, there ain't no technicality. It was a technicality. Uh-huh. He was not found not guilty. It was because of technicality, because the prosecutor and the judge messed up. They all right. Mess up. What they said is, hey, I'm not going to criminally charge you if you uh, admit to what you did. He said, all right. And then they charged him criminally. Money. Oh, can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> That's what happened. 
Okay. And so, while I think it's incredibly fucked up in this case for Bill Cosby, potentially, I do think it sets a good precedent for other black people or black men and women who may have had similar like deals where it's like, hey, I'm not going to press criminal charges if you admit to these things. And then they... Then say nah. We're gonna you see admit you it. <laughs> like you I'm a, can I can I can okay. I chime in on that? I'm gonna let you finish. But um, um it does nothing for black people. Bill Cosby is on a different class level. Oh no, that's not what that, I'm saying. Wait, wait, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna say this, and I've spoken about this on my Facebook. I said this is gonna be a trickle down effect. Bill Cosby. Harvey Weinstein's and the Hugh Hefner's of the world are the only people that's going to be benefiting from this. And I think black people are a little fucking confused when it comes to people who are on that level of having power and influence. And um, it does nothing for the common person, you know, who's actually innocent, who actually don't have a million dollar lawyer to fight for them. You know, it's just, it. I, I think people aren't, aren't thinking about this. also want to add in that Bill Cosby was in that des- desperate that position with Hugh Hefner. Hugh Hefner already had died before this can come to light. But they were being sued for sexual assault of a minor. So I don't, I don't really, it, it, it's, the justice system was wrong in this case, I will say. But at the same time, people going around saying Bill Cosby isn't guilty. And I'm like, where there's smoke, there's fire. And I'm like, you know, people can say he didn't do it, but there's plenty of people who came out and said, no, he was doing this shit and everybody knew. Hollywood is very, very evil. It is a very evil place. And people, people got this notion, oh, he was on TV, he was my TV dad. I'm like, he wasn't your real fucking dad. You don't know these people. That's true. That's why when these groupies get back with these rappers and these singers and they find out they're totally different than what they portray, they'll sit up there and fucking rape you. So that was that's my position on Bill Cosby. Y'all can go ahead. That's all I have to say. <laughs> that was a lot. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. I said what I all needed right. to say. So you think what? I, I just have one question. Mm-hmm. That was a little confused. Mm-hmm. You said the justice system got it wrong. In which way? By uh, letting him out or sending him to jail? I believe in fairness. I do. I believe in fairness. I believe the justice system, rather right or wrong, is what you can prove. But at the same time, if he pled guilty for a lesser sentence and they said, hey, you can get out, blah, 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 or you can do community service or whatever, that's what they set in stone. I can't be a hypocrite and say, no, throw him in jail. So one hand, I do think he's guilty, but on the other hand, they fucked up. Oh, no, they're saying he's guilty, too. Like, they're like, right. like we still say he's guilty. We just also can't right. put him in jail. Right, and I think that's right because that's that's what y'all made. I mean, unfortunately. But it just sickens me because it's, it, it's, it's really a setback to women coming forward. It's like, why? 
why even come forward? Y'all, you're, you're not gonna prosecute them in a in a. You're not gonna prosecute them. You're just gonna give them a slap on the wrist. So what does that got to do with me? I gotta open new wounds, all over again. You know, it's just, it's unfortunate. You know, it is. Meanwhile, you got Britney Spears out here trying to fight for her goddamn freedom. It's like over her body. It's really fucked up. But huh. what do you think, Ash? Y'all nigga did it. That <laughs> nigga did it. That nigga did it. Did it. Nah, if you like you said, with the fairness, if this is all happening, I can only say that I believe Bill Cosby did all that shit. But also, you can't be doing that. You can't say, "Come here, come here, just tell us the truth." <laughs> come here, everything's gonna be fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then throw them away, niggas. <laughs> that's that's not okay. No. Yeah. yeah. That's not okay. That's You're not right. okay. We can we can't be doing that now. That's not okay. That is damn sure seems like that's illegal. But also. And let me be clear also. I don't think that it's going to help the common black person. But what I yeah. was saying is this just now creates a, um, a legal loophole for those who are affluent enough to make that move. Not everybody can get to it, but if you have the means, now there's a new opportunity. How do so like- not everybody... I mean, if you... Kept getting denied to be seen by your court system. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> they don't have to see you, but since these judges made this decision, it creates what they call legal precedents. So most courts don't like to create laws and things like that that go completely against a com- another case. That's why when you try to take something down it's like oh I gotta get rid of this case and this case because all of these were built upon you making this decision back here mm. that said alright yeah this is acceptable and so we all made that same decision that said hey yeah this is acceptable which created it to be that way so now since they said this is, isn't acceptable you can't say yeah hey tell us what you did and then go to jail mm-hmm. now if you have the money that you can get the lawyers and the people to look into it you can have that as now. I'm not saying that everybody's going to get that opportunity, but just for the people who do have it before, they're not even looking at it. Now they have to. Because it's like, no, I can point to another place where this was done and this was the result of it. Where before, you were just talking about dress. There's no like legal precedence to set to say, hey, look at what they did over here and showing that this is wrong. This isn't allowable. They've made a legal decision because right now we're making decisions on emotion because you're just not seeing it. It's not being held in the court of law. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So that's why I think it's good. I think him being the person that is surrounded Unfortunately. around <laughs> is, is complete shit. It's like... Damn, let's say free uh, Britney Spears, not be Bill Cosby. <laughs> hey, the, the, the whole conservatorship on Britney Spears, that shit is crazy. Isn't it? Um, so, you know, when she supposedly tried to hit a paparazzi person and was like, throw a baby in the car and all that, um, her family, mom and dad basically said that she wasn't uh, mentally capable of taking care of herself and put her under a conservatory. Uh, conservatory. Under her father. Yeah, under her father. Of all where people. A conservatory basically means like you're awarded them forever. 
think Amanda forever. Yeah, and they Amanda have, like, Bynes on that shit. Too. So like, she's not allowed to have kids. Well, she has like uh, she has birth control in her. They put they, it in her. They won't let her get it taken out. She she's on. She's not allowed to use her credit card. She has permission to you know take she has out to money. Ask for how to use her money. She gets an allowance. Mm-hmm. Like everything, they get to tell her. That, oh, you got to go work and go on tour. Yeah. Whoa. They control the person of Britney Spears, and the father controls all her money, all her assets, and everything like that. What? She wants to have another kid. They won't let her. Um, she just tried to get her father removed as the conservatory controller, but that was denied by a judge. But she's also now in the time frame that um, of eligibility to just have the conservatory removed altogether. Ooh. So she can still go for that. Once you're on conservatorship, it's kind of hard to get off. Not many people do, but it's for people that are mentally incapacitated or, you know, older people. She's yes. not mentally incapacitated. Well, I think the reason that might she might get off is just how much fanfare this is starting to garner. Like, you're going to get a lot of pressure just from people in general. And, like, it's not going to be a... It's not going to look good on whichever state continues to be like, no, we see this person that keeps doing interviews and keeps speaking out and keeps saying very rational same well, things they, that we're going to keep you under control. They denied right. her, her father being off of the conservative. Well, I think that was in more spirit of, hey, go get it removed in totality. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have this anymore at all. Well, the thing was is that when it first started, she, she wasn't like fighting it. She was like, I know this is going to happen. Oh yeah, no. She she she, ha- she was she was diagnosed with bipolar disorder, hmm. but she said, "Do not let my father be on there." And, and what did the they do? Main one that controls it, and he's kind of toxic, what, sick nigga. What gets me though is that men in the industry are allowed to be whatever. You look at somebody like Kanye West. Is he on conservative shit? Men in general well, just be allowed to do like, like sometimes. I don't right. Sometimes. I don't know if that's fair. <laughs> no, it is kind of fair well, because she... What the fuck? I hate these names. I would say that the reason I, I don't think it's fair is... I think that if more... If this was like a trend of women being controlled like that... She's not the first. Amanda Bynes is also on conservative shit. Again... I think that they are fucked up. You said Kanye, but Kanye doesn't have any family that would do this. But my thing is, if I'm just having a mental breakdown, what, like, what gives you the right to just be like, you know what, she's fucking crazy, blah, blah, blah. There's been plenty of men in the industry that have gone crazy, that have done way worse shit than fucking um, Britney Spears or Amanda Bynes and still their 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 wives or their mothers or whatever haven't done anything. You just saw Kim Kardashian up there defending him when they were married. So I, I just, it, it, it's really unfortunate, you know? And the way the media treated these women is just kind of like, wow, you know? I, I mean... I think it's weird, but also most of the people that I'm seeing are uh, Caucasian. (laughs) (laughs) Caucasian. Yes. So it seems like their parents got an issue 
that black parents don't necessarily have. Like, there's some other problems that black parents got, but it ain't putting their kids in slavery. Okay. That because I when I because I was looking it said five other celebrities so I saw the Amanda Bynes and all the other names I was like these are a lot of white people oh, okay well cool well were they white women or were they white men um, it is here with your caucus ass oops so celebrity conservatorships are um, a hot topic right now Britney Spears. Um, Amanda Bynes conservatorship. Um, it was in 2004 that she was. Um, sure, eligibility is coming up. Or it is. 2014. That's what I meant. Mm-hmm. That's when hers. Um, the Beach Boys. Um, Brian Wilson. Oh, he was crazy. Yeah, he was. Um, he in was a conservatorship. Insane. He was insane. The singer-songwriter Joni Mitchell and the conservator are suffering a brain aneurysm. Okay. Um, Eagles bass player Randy Miner's voluntary conservatorship, and Casey Kasem, Kasem and Mickey Rooney had a conservatorship. Mickey Rooney had a conservatorship. Mm-hmm. Really? Mickey Rooney. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, a whole lot of uh, Caucasian people. Caucasus. So it's just like I feel like. No, I'm thinking of Mickey Warwick. I was about to say. I don't say, know if it's necessarily baby. like a, no. a man woman thing or more of a white parents feeling entitled to like what their kids have and and then also knowing oh, that's the law short nigga. and how to like make that thing for real. Where like black parents, they're just gonna be mad at you and like nag you and tell you to buy a house, but they're not gonna like. Take you to court and be like, don't break shit. <laughs> you gonna be a conservatory and now I owe bitch you. Now. Yeah, yeah, like you don't never hear that. That's shit. a whole different level of like. I'll just take you to in- court. What? <laughs> hey, do you know that your grandparents could take you to court um, if you don't let them see their grandchild. Jeez. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah, and I like, don't want to see my grandbaby. They can stop you from leaving the state. Really? Yep. I didn't know that. They can get an order that stops you from leaving the state. Nah, you, you gotta have, have some to serious lawyers, though. <laughs> oh, no, I know a person that's going through it. Hey, have y'all ever seen that movie, I Care A Lot? I saw bits and pieces of it. Man, it that was The lady that was, um, she would go to, like, these old people's homes, render them that they can't even take care of themselves, put them in these homes, and then, like, sell off their houses and assets. So she would... They, she would tell them like all oh, they incapacitated too, too old to live on themselves and then take over power over all they shit and then sell all they shit for profit yeah that's probably that was happening mm-hmm. I never knew that was a real fucking job yeah that's what happened that's what until recently yeah I didn't know and then my boyfriend was like yeah we had a really fight for her his um ex-wife's um aunt they went to court to get you know that's what we're doing right now with my um cousin in South Carolina uh, mm-hmm. she's getting a little sicker and but even before she was getting sick they were coming in and they have like a privatized hospital mm-hmm. where they work with the nursing home and mm-hmm. then they put you in a nursing home you sign over your house to the hospital and they basically own and sell all of that little town and shit like that and there's no other hospitals there you gotta go to um, yeah. a bigger uh, I think it's Columbia mm-hmm. and to the actual hospital but yeah they're trying to take her or they they were trying to get her to sign her house over and convince her that 
she needed to give it up and so that's kind of yeah. what we stepped in so yeah no that's what's happening right now wow so yeah no it's uh it's a real thing it's I it's didn't crazy. know that, and it, and then I looked. You know, how do you do this shit? I was like, you got just gotta take a few hours of courses. I'm like, I mean, because realistically, <laughs> the fuck you know in Ohio, is. I'm looking at it. I'm like going down, doing my little research because it made me want to research it a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, y'all are some slime. You gotta be a slimy ass bastard to yeah, do some shit like that. Smart. You make a lot of money though. Becoming like the legal guardian of people and everything like that, and then they're not a. Uh, capable of taking care of themselves and we gonna put you in this uh little nursing home and we about to sell all of this yeah then you just start classes for everybody else make money off of them and just have a slew of people that you have guardianship of that is in fucking insane that's wild i ain't got time for that shit though <laughs> not good or bad i mean that's unfortunate yeah no, <coughs> I, I feel like that's uh but also, I ain't I'm not about to do that. That's a fucked. That's a fucked up thing to do to people. I'm not about to. Engage no. In that no, I ain't got time. I was just <laughs> no. I just wanted to I was, look. I that you were going to do it. No. I, was like, I was just thinking I about when I do this. But I just know that also like that level of having to go through, and because you got to engage with the older person and like exact. That's my and shit. Get them. <laughs> I gotta talk to your old ass. What's like, a month? What's that? a month? Like no, no like you gotta. Like, fuck with me oh really like, I didn't think so I thought she just had to have a court order like hey she's she's in like, cable just coming and talking to old people. I don't yeah, fucking I mean, want to talk to you get a court order you. but but then again maybe I shouldn't treat old people like that hey y'all think old people are trash like do y'all think they really provide value to us like what have they oh like, you're have, doing too much I was talking about old people and I just thought about this cause I'm reading this book it's called For Race Responsibility and this nigga just flat out he had a radio show and he was like no just old people are stupid like they trash you don't gotta <laughs> like they don't what did they really do for y'all they not what? teaching y'all like the right way what? to live what Yo, I just wanna hear y'all <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck that nigga is trash what the fuck he just said that like, old people just ain't really doing our society has a really fucked up way that we treat old people. Yeah. I think that it's more akin, it should be more akin to how like Eastern cultures have more of a reverence and they bring the older person into their household and things like that because mm-hmm. no, this old person who is of addling mind and not the quickest of wits and probably the slower responses than you who has no like connection to them is ready to deal with i can grant you that but they have a slew of like resources and information that they poured into this family that should also then in turn be like all right on your waiting years we're going to take care of you it shouldn't be the world that has to deal with them. No, I agree with, sure, if you're just going out and dealing with, like, old people per capita, sure, that's probably hella annoying. But that shouldn't be how it is. Old people should have families that bring them into the house. Mm-hmm. And that's where they exist because this is your world for all intents and purposes. You don't really need to go out there and Unless- deal with that. It's a lot safe for you to be driving mm-hmm. unless so. it's um they can't really take care of them you know so special incidents like they have alzheimer's or something like that yeah like if you can't like they have alzheimer's something like that you they obviously need like a special different level attention. of special and medical attention then sure but for the most part we'll just have like our old ass granny or mama oh. 
Yeah, our old ass mama just living in like um, an apartment by herself, paying bills around a whole bunch of random niggas. So sure, I'm sure these niggas are irritated that she's fumbling with her keys and can't get through the door and they might bump her and knock her ass down. Because to them, yeah, this old bitch is trash because she hasn't provided no value. So I can see both points, but I think that it's just the way that we engage with our older people that lacks value and respect because I recognize that, hey, if I'm older, I probably would want my family, if I'm not the quickest and sharpest that I used to be, to like take me in and take care of me and like keep me in a safer place and like hey you don't gotta go out and go shopping for yourself i'm gonna just maybe walk up and down the street to get my little exercise but y'all do the grocery shopping and shit like that i stay in the house let me see your left hand let me see your lifeline you got a long ass lifeline (laughs) (laughs) left left what that's Why wrong no i want to it's private now no this one Mm -hmm. is it short What the fuck do that mean? Probably some sickle, sick sickness. Is what? What you uh, mean? Some sickness? No, <laughs> you old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> what do this mean? So anyway, <laughs> no, she's talking about how long your line. I don't know. What I don't know. That? I don't know. Bush, I know that's your lifeline now. I'm gonna die <laughs> when I get to my wrist. <laughs> You gonna start getting I'm sick gonna... after a while. Once you get older, you know stuff starts deteriorating. You. Fuck yeah, you, start peeing on yourself. And I want my family to take care of me and be like, this is a person that poured his resources into us and taught us things and showed us things yeah. and we care about him, so we want to care for him going for it. So yeah, that that's I what I kind of think. I want to be forgetful as hell. Do you want a cup and some ice? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That'll do for now. Because for- the ice is down here. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be forgetful as hell. I just want. Is that a yes? Since it's down here, because you said, "Oh, okay." Like I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay. Every day is a new day. I don't know if I want to be taken care of when I'm old. I don't know if I want motherfuckers in my face after a while. I don't even know if it's my kids' responsibility to take care of me after a minute. Like. I guess the only reason I asked that question is because now we got to look at the state of what we're in and the people that raised us and the people that raised them. And can we honestly be like, they were fucking great. Like, they gave us a lot of wisdom. <laughs> Did they? And I, I can see where he was coming from. It was like, well... You know, maybe I wouldn't have a job if your fucking parents did the right thing or they fucking parents did the right thing, they grandparents. I agree with, like, how we treat older people is mm-hmm. damn sure a little bit neglect. Like, it's neglectful because, like, after a while, we value youth mm-hmm. a little way too much and we're not valuing. I either want to be an expensive home or, mm-hmm. you know, where people pay or... Yeah, because who are we to say that they can't have their own independence? Mm-hmm. And I think we get caught up in the guilt in the first, we think that love is guilt. We feel guilty that they older. We feel guilty that my parents living on their own. So then we try to masquerade that as love to say, well, I love them, so I must take care of them or I must live with them. <clears throat> I don't think that's necessarily. 
the greatest thing to do is to always think that somehow guilt is love. Right. My mom even said to me, she doesn't want to feel like a burden to me or my sister. I mean, eventually you're going to be. Like, we can't, we right. can't, you we can't, can't negate that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But also, like, I was just real. I remember my father saying, like, I wouldn't let you live on your own. And my father was like, well, you say that now. Then now I understand what he was saying. Like, you don't know what type of problems he's going to encounter. What if he don't want to live with your ass? Right. I don't even really fuck with my dad like that to be taken care of. <laughs> like, I don't like, uh, nigga, you on your own. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> what if you don't like this nigga? Like, I love my father, but I'm not taking care of him. And well, I don't know if I want to take care of my mother if she get that sorely ill either. On the point of if they don't want to live on your, they're all, if they don't want to live with you, then you respect it. I don't think mm-hmm. that you force them to live with you. I don't think that's respectful either. I don't think that you're like, nah, fuck what you want. Get in this house. That's Need also me. wild. <laughs> like, you can't do that. So I don't think it's necessarily that it has to look like them living in your same house, but maybe it looks like you bringing groceries over to their house once a week. Yeah, I definitely think they and need more companionship. You, they shouldn't be just alone. No. And then you alter their life. Maybe you move them closer, so now you don't have to drive 30 minutes to go see them, but you drive 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and they live around the corner, so you can do that. They can go take little walks, but you're pretty confident that they're safe. You don't have to necessarily move them in. I guess more of my point was, we probably should care about our people. And I get that on a person-by-person basis, there's definitely parents that are trash and haven't really poured anything into you and if only, like, taken and continue to take. So I can get if people don't want to um, really bring them in their house. It's like, you're a toxic person, and I don't want to be beholden to that because you gave me life. That's fair. I wouldn't take my dad in. Mm-hmm. I definitely take my mom in, but I think that she's giving me skills and wisdom. So I think that we build a relationship. So I know I think that there's nuance in the situation for every individual person, but I just think that the situation probably should be handled with a little more care than what it is. So I guess that's more my point. It's not necessarily like how you like actualize like being more caring about the older people but mm-hmm. if they have provided value and you feel that way I think that you should actually not make it lip service and like yeah I care about my mom and my grandparents and I love them and they did all these wonderful things for me but what do you do that is for them regardless of how you find it inconvenient mm-hmm. because most people be like eh, well I don't want to go over there that's out my way that's out my time I don't have the time to do this like so you don't have the time to be inconvenienced I mean that's fair you you can choose that but you should also stop the lip service of I really care about these people caring is an action like love they're not emotions they're not feelings really so you go and do them you don't really like right you can say them it might make you feel better to say it that's they just going off, going off. I'm a, I'm gonna get the gun and let that thing go. Yeah, sprat that 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 that. I don't know how we got to that conversation. Old people. Old people are great. Sources of wisdom. I tell the older gentleman how to um, protect his money. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you were teaching him. Yeah. He was really, really happy. <laughs> it was a good time. I bet it was. Yeah.
because he uh he's a veteran too and he get lots of checks he getting stupid checks so you had to get some of those checks um, or you can't get any of those checks I can't get them <laughs> these are all checks that I don't know. Like, damn he worked for the post office the and, oh, and left they there and so he gets like a little pension for there but that's only like 400 a month that he was saying but then he also get social security mm-hmm. but then he also gets 70% disability from the VA and then he also owns a property in Georgia Jesus that Christ rents, I need to date an old nigga man out and <laughs> no, this nigga caked up because he definitely was like, "Yeah, I just sent them six thousand uh, dollars two days already. ago, and I'm pretty sure they cheated me on money." <laughs> and he was mad. He was like, "Because they it. keep sending me estimates about the pairs and shit, but they don't never send me the final bill." <laughs> I know an estimate just say what it might have cost. It could be cheaper. Y'all keeping my money. This nigga mad. This nigga was mad as fuck. Mm-hmm. Sir Earl, calm down. <laughs> Earl, calm down. No, I will not calm down. Baby, baby, but, you, but listen, 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 listen. <laughs> he have his name is Jerome. Oh. Jerome. Ooh, yeah. That's like a seventies name. My brother's middle name is Jerome. That is Yo, just middle same time. Time. You got mail coming to my house, and now your middle name start with an N. And I'm like, what is it, Nigel? Like, <laughs> I don't know why you got mail coming to my house. Lightning claw. Huh? Night claw. No. Alright, so this has been Conscious Reconstruction. Nah, but anyway. Nah, but tell about this old man. These old shit daddies be having you up in the middle of the morning. Just just up. If you ever want to get people out your business, create a company, an LLC. Yep. And it's not attached to you. Put all the stuff in its name. And then tax purposes even if you are the only person that owns it have it marked as a corporation because then it creates its own tax form and everything like that if you mark it not as a corporation you will have to put all the expenses on your tax forms and now you're treated as a sole proprietorship and you're not getting none of the advantages and that has been business with tony goodbye goodbye